Are we in? Well, it should stay live right there. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, we on? Huh? Oh, we're live. No way. No way that I'm sitting in downtown Houston in Minute Maid Park about to watch one of them for a regular season game. This is this is huge. It's a huge game. But I'm sitting down here in front of Minute Maid Park with Lauren Leal on Sports with Balls. That's right. <laughs> what a Friday. Wow. The weekend. We are kicking it off at Minute Maid Park. It has been a long minute. I know people like to say minute, but it's been a real minute. I wish that I could read the comments right now. And, and welcome, everybody, on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook. You guys that are tuning in, please leave your comments. We'll try to put them up and uh, get to your comments as soon as possible. And of course, welcome back the beautiful and always talented Lauren Leal to Sports with Balls. Like, I missed you. Thank you. I've missed you. I've missed being uh, with you on Sports with Balls, talking, just shooting the stuff, shooting the breeze. Um, but man, what a day to come back and do it. Out here across from NMA Park, like I said, before an Astros game, this is this is the only way to come back. So we talked about this. We talked about this a long time ago about we would love to do a game. Like an like at the so we started at Lucky's Pub, right? Lucky's Pub is where Sports with Balls first shot, you know, their first episode. And of course, COVID hit, whatever. So now we are back at Lucky's pop-up here in Minute Maid Park in front of my favorite team, obviously, the Astros. Like, this is, this is a dream come true to me. This is I, unbelievable. I know. And to think that, Jeff, I came on with you guys two Aprils ago. What month is it? It's April. Yeah. Well, I know that because, look, I'm not here to brag. It's my it's birthday. It's birthday. <laughs> it Happy is. Happy birthday, co-host. Today, today, 45 trips around the sun. And uh, <laughs> look. I don't, I don't know. Do you, you remember the first three or four? No. 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 <laughs> no. I don't remember. Look, so <laughs> Dallas Cowboy fans, I got to say something, right? So I don't remember. Oh, gosh, I moved to Houston. I moved to Houston when I was seven, so I don't remember any of Dallas. <laughs> Here we go. I was, uh, but, I was born. You there. know, since last time I've seen you, obviously today your birthday, like you said, had gotten a few days older since I've seen you. But you've also take on to have taken on a couple different duties, coaching your daughter's softball team. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty doing, big. Doing dad things. It's been incredible. Uh, I didn't think like because I, I can't sit there and coach younger kids. Like my son's seven. Well, I, can't I know you went that. to the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you went to the basketball court and like jumped get, yeah, on all I'll, these fourteen-year-olds. Yeah, I'll get upset. Like so, but my daughter's nine, and the softball team has been killing it. We're five and one. Like she and she's amazing, and it, it, it's good to be. Good uh, job, Mila. Yeah, it's it's great to be a, a coach, Michael. It's it's incredible. But look, what a beautiful day to be out here at Minute Maid Park. If you guys are not down here, if you're on your way down here, get Lucky's has taken over the whole street. I mean, this is where home plate used to be. Remember that? That I mean, heartbroken. I loved home plate. Uh, would always go there at, before the games. After the games, you would post up at the bars right here. That's exactly where we are at this corner. They said they did it for the whole opening week. It's it's insane and it's what they go done. through through on this weekend's games. They well. have a couple of jersey giveaways today. The, the place is they have a huge screen out here. They're gonna play the uh, boxing match later on tonight. Like it, this place is a party. It's huge. Like this is unbelievable. What was the name of the bar? It wasn't Home Plate. That was right next, to, like right here. I forget. Home Plate, and then whatever this bar name. I, I mean, it was like right. It was like a garage. Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. But they took over the entire block. We're down here at Minute Maid Park, getting you ready. For the Astros, in my opinion, playoff scenario wow. game. And wow. I know it's early. I know it's early. And I'm gonna get into you, you I'm gonna get into you Astro haters here in a little bit about like y'all are mad about the last few games. But this game tonight, you have Toronto. Now, it came out right before we got on air that George Springer is not playing tonight. Now I know like a lot of there's a lot of Springer fans here in Houston. There is, but he is not missed. Like we went to the World Series without him. And I'll get into Correa in a minute, but <laughs> I wouldn't say he's not missed. It's just the fact that we've moved on. We 
You well, know what I mean? I've missed you. I missed Lauren oh, Leo. You like, miss me. We don't that, miss Springer, that, but we miss each other. <laughs> Lauren, uh, you you finished my sentences. <laughs> but like you know, so George Springer, uh, he got hit with a pitch, so he's out of the starting lineup. He is available to come in and pinch pinch hit later. I, I think the Astros fan would, would love to see him this series. But you want to talk about an early season powerhouse matchup, Justin Verlander, who has been lights out so far and looks like he's. 33 years old again against the Toronto Blue Jays who are right now the odds on favorite in Vegas to win the AL. Oh, wow. So this is a powerhouse early season matchup Verlander versus this incredible Toronto lineup, which I said for the last three or four weeks, Toronto may, if they can stay healthy, they may be the team to beat. They're they're incredible. Well, and and to your point, uh, to making saying, okay, calm down, Astros fans. We've lost a couple of two, the six, uh, six run game where Astros couldn't get anything going, and then seven losing seven and two previously to that. But I mean, look, it is early. It is weird to see the Astros are fourth in the AL West. I'll admit, but guys, it is so so early. So, the- and I will say that to you about the Toronto Blue Jays as well. Yes, it's only for them, but they look great. Um, so did the Astros on opening day against Otani and, and everybody people, out People there. failed to realize the 2020 Astros started 6-6. Six and six. The 2021 Astros started 6-6. Six and six. Uh, What, what happened? Today? Oh, they went to the World Series and they went to the ALCS. What's the record right now? 6-6. Six six and, and six. Six. Exactly. So it, it, it baffles me when I see this on social media and people like oh there's major problem no there's not look first of all Altuve is getting older y'all need to realize that Altuve is really he he's been the backbone of the Astros for a very long time but you you have to understand that that he that injuries are going to to mount up with with Altuve it's just gonna happen right and I said this when Correa left like I I think and we'll get an opinion in a minute but I thought that the only way the Astros would miss Correa was locker room and dugout. And I think that's Leadership where, skills, right? Yeah, and I think that's where you kind of see the Astros. Like, who's the leader of the Astros right now? Well, really, I thought Altuve with the duo of Alex Bregman was going to turn into yeah. the, the leaders of this team. And I think they will as we further go down the season. However, it's hard to do that when you're not making plays. I mean, you may be defensively in Altuve, but as far as – when you're up to bat and you strike out almost every time, that's no bueno, and you're not going to get any leadership doing that. I feel like Bregman is the hype man for the okay. Astros. He's not necessarily the 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 leader like Maybe Correa. Maybe Alvarez. Well, so you have potential. The Astros have potential to have the Cy Young winner, the Rookie of the Year, and the MVP all on one team. Rookie of the Year in Pena? Dude, that guy – I love his attitude. I love the way he holds himself on the field. So far, all I've seen him is with a smile. Literally, I just see him with a smile. Like, he's happy to be here. I want to be here. I'm happy to be playing. I don't care if we have the worst league or the the best record in the league or the worst record in the league. I'm just happy to be here. That's what I see some – from him so far. And it's hard to only 12 games in, but it, still. When Correa left, I, I thought Correa was the best defensive player in the league, like shortstop. I thought he was. And for a young kid to come in and try to take that place is that's, over that's Corey almost Singer, impossible. Over like yeah, dude, Correa, Correa has a cannon. Like you, you're talking about, you're talking about a kid coming coming in and trying to replace one of the best shortstops in the entire like I don't care if you think he's number one, he's top three, regardless. So you're talking about a kid coming in and trying to replace Carlos Correa at shortstop for the Houston Astros, three World Series appearance, five straight mm-hmm. ALCS appearance, and he's done fantastic. He was the one who put them on the map in 2017, who got them that win. Yeah. And I can't believe his contract then was only five hundred dollars. But uh it is what it is. Now look at what he's doing, yeah, and uh, I think he'll be back in Houston later on. Do you? Anyway, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's three years and opt opt out. Like, I mean, yeah, he but, has he has opt outs, and I think he's literally going to collect, <laughs> and then he's going to settle in Houston. He literally just won uh, Athlete of the Year this last year at the Houston Sports Awards, 
and he sent a huge video, a big thank you, um, congratulate, you know, thank you so much. I love the city. I love the fans, everything. I will say it was a little awkward, but um, I think it's a, Would he be well-received? He made himself a Houstonian. Would he be well-received if he comes back in two years? First of all- Are what, you talking about, but what, what, hold up, before you pose that question. I get, I get, oh, When right. the Minnesota Twins come to town. No, I'm talking about if he comes back to Houston contract wise. If I he signs so. with the Astros again, would he be well? Look, first of all, he's hitting 170, and the Twins are awful, which we all knew this was happening. Like every, like this, we all knew this was going down. There's nobody that leaves Houston, Texas, to go to Minnesota so, because they think that they're going to win a championship. That was strictly money, and that's why I say, do you think he'll be well received if he signs back with the Astros? really interesting because but now that you have pena i if this kid keeps playing at the level he's at he is carlos correa there's no reason like we don't need him he's why would you spend that way he's on his way kid's amazing he did a play the other night right so it was a it was a blue right over shortstop and he ran full speed grabbed it and it's what he did after it was a fantastic catch it's what he did after it that made me go wow because he just grabbed the ball and he snapped it and he was like bam and i was like oh i love that I love that attitude that he has. But I'll go back to, like, who's the leader in the dugout now? Because Correa, Correa was the leader in the dugout. Mm-hmm. He was. Like, Bregman, like I said, hype you know, man. But who's the leader in the dugout for that team? And I think that's what they're missing right now. You know who I think he's not out there right now? Injury. And I think he has the personality and the leadership skills and the stats to back him up, even though he's not there at the moment. You know who I think fills that role? Lance McCullers Jr. Lance McCullers Jr. really has a face and has a name, and he's done great things for this team in the past. It just sucks because he's not out there at the moment. Well, apparently, there's there's some really skeptical stuff about what went on with his surgery, right? It got he was supposed to be back already, and apparently, the surgery didn't go the right way, um, and he got put on the 30 day DL the other day, which is shocking. Like you would figure he'd already be bullpenning and working his way back, but. I don't mind McCullers taking his time coming back. Like, I don't. I don't think the Astros are going to fall far behind. Well, I think they have an incredible lineup. I think they're pitching. Like, look, first of all, I will agree with all the Astros fans. Odorizzi, you got to go. Christian Javier needs to start be a starting pitcher again. And let's do bullpen sessions, whatever. But Odorizzi, that performance the other night was atrocious. Okay, so I – kind of ate my words last season last season i was on odorizzi's side whenever he got mad at dusty for not putting him in the game and then pulling him so quick whenever he was in the game and i'm like dude let him go to six let him go to the seventh inning whatever it takes you know because you got to get comfortable out there you got to get your feet wet and phil maton i mean i'm loving this guy but uh anyways as far as Odorizzi goes, like, I'm eating my words because I'm like, give him the opportunity. Give him the chances. Well, uh-huh. he's had the chances. He had it. No, he – It's enough. If they, if they run him out there again, Dusty Baker's going to have some – he's going to have to answer some questions. Like, it, and I'm not blaming it all on Odor, Odorizzi. Like, look, they gave up six runs in the first inning, and there was not a single run. If you went to that game – that was the worst Astros game you could have gone to. I the mean, Astros gave up six runs in the first inning, and there wasn't a single run because Otani went Otani eight. went ham. Like, he went ham, like uh, 13 strikeouts. At one point, at one point, he had 63 pitches and 45 strikes and 13 strikeouts. I was like, Otani like, got, has got that's off, some Greg Maddox stuff. He got off to a slow start. You know what? But now, I mean, he's doing Otani things Baller. like he did when he came into the league. Uh, but – Speaking of, I mean, you're talking about Jake Odorizzi and everything that he gave up when he started the other night. I feel like we're almost talking about Garrett Cole as well. Um, wow. Have we talked about, have you talked about it on your shows? Because I have not been here the past couple of shows. And, and just how he cannot play without spider tack. <laughs> I think that is ridiculous. By the way, the Supreme Court yesterday ruled against the New York Yankees trying to withhold the documents and they will be released this week. 
I want to say for Astros fans, like, you know, yay, but man, we've already, you've already seen all the players stick up for the Astros and the, the, this has been going on for a while and there's a cheating going on, like, oh, but it's just the Yankees. And I want to see that report. Like, uh, it's the Yankees. I just right? think, I think it's going to be kind of like we saw with the PED era, with the performance enhancing drugs era to where, you know, Roger Clemens still isn't getting into the Hall of Fame. But, we saw that era. Now this is kind of like the sign ceiling cheating era. It's not cheating. Like baseball forever. It, it's it's a I super know. hard game. There's I a know. guy standing, what is it, 48 feet away or whatever. Like On the bump? Yeah, like I forgot how far the bump. 21, 40, whatever it is. Like he's still 100 miles an hour. At and then the next pitch is coming 88, and it's like it's got four feet of movement. It's a hard sport. And – Forever, baseball players have always tried to gain an advantage, no matter what it is. Like, you always have to try to gain an advantage. It doesn't mean that you're a better hitter or, like, a worse pitcher. It's just the team, like, you just try to gain an advantage. That's part of baseball. It's almost, like, ingrained. I'm not saying cheating is ingrained in baseball, but it's always been a part of baseball. Now we just have taken it to the next level, like everything in this world, being futuristic and using technology. Have you seen? And for your information, I was going to say the distance between the pitcher's plate and home base is 60 feet and 6 That's inches. 60 feet, 6 inches. Yeah. 100 miles an hour. Coming at you. Yeah. Did you, have you seen the new technology, which I love and a lot of people aren't fans of it, where the catcher has the signs on his leg and he just sends them to the pitcher? I'm surprised you like that just because you're an old school guy. I am old school guy, but the signs between the legs and, and look, I, I love the strategy because you have to mix up signs if somebody on second. Now you don't even have to do that. Like, so what baseball's trying to do is speed, make, up, the game. speed up the game, make it more yep. interesting. The pitch clock is going to be next year probably. And what they've done in the minor leagues is the pitch clock has actually worked. It's sped up games 28 minutes, but are you? Do you like college football? Yeah, absolutely. The average college football game is three hour, three hours and one minute. I know. You know how the average MLB game is? Three hours and one minute. They, that's crazy. There's just more action. I get, I get There's it. just more action. You have to be a purist, and you got to love the game of, of, of baseball. But, you know, I, I love baseball. And if they think that's going to work, like, you have to kind of not conform to the times, but – that's what they want to do. So, so, you know, there were so many arguments about that, like people people falling out of love with baseball, like for the youngins, it's too boring, it's too slow, yada, yada, yada. And then what happened when we went in this lockout strikeout? Everybody's going mad and crazy because we think we're not going to have baseball this year. That just proves to you. People care. People want the sport. Speaking of lockout, people going crazy, we are sitting down at Minute Maid Park right now in Houston, Texas, downtown, about – to watch the Houston Astros and the Toronto Blue Jays, two of the top, I don't care what rankings you look at, two of the top 10 teams in Major League Baseball, however you want to rank them, and Justin Verlander on the mound against this incredible Toronto lineup. Uh, for early season, and, and I've watched uh, you know the game, for early season baseball, this is playoff atmosphere for this early. This is an incredible baseball game for this early in the season. It's awesome. Toronto looks – they look awesome. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Biggio, Boucher. You've got, uh, you know, Springer obviously is out right now. Their offense is, is high-powered, and they're flashy. They're like they're like last year's San Diego Padres. Oh, okay. And apparently, speaking of that, San Diego, San Diego Padres next season – is going to have like a Motorola branded jersey. I saw that. Yeah. Anyway. I guess they're not making enough money in San Diego. Yeah, I don't know. We might have more San Diego news next week for y'all. <laughs> uh, but speaking on the bump for tonight, like you said, you have Justin Verlander, who he's hitting with uh, 69 ERA, 15 strikes. Point he's one and one. Six nine. It's incredible. Wow. He's going up against Ross Stripling. Well, not up against because obviously he's playing uh, against the batters. But uh, who's on the mound for the Blue Jays? It's Ross Stripling. He's at 300 ERA, uh, three strikes. Look, this is not a matchup. Not to. Not, I <laughs> would say not a, not a good. This is Justin Verlander versus Toronto's lineup. Like, that's the game. That's it. Like, and you – 
if you're an Astros fan, you hope that the bats kind of wake up. You you hope to see a little bit more out of Pena. You want Tucker to kind of start getting a role. Like the one person on the Astros lineup that you are not concerned about is that fourth batter. You know who I'm talking about. Jack, two home runs the other night. That guy. And that's why I said earlier. He has a shot to be MVP. I know it's early, but man, he it's amazing to watch him hit because he stands in the box and he doesn't he doesn't move out. Even even in between pitches. He sits there and like stares the pitcher down. And for a guy his size, what is that? Is it church? Is it church time? You going to church? Hold on. I gotta put. Where pray. is that? It's the bell on Minute Maid Park. Six o'clock. Seven o'clock. That's literally what's going <laughs> through my head when he said that. Uh, speaking of the lineup tonight, like we mentioned, Ross Tripling is going against Pena in the number one spot. We got Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez at the DH, Guriel, Tucker. I'm ready to see you get going again. Uh, Alenis Diaz, who I did great work for the Astros the other night. Chaz McCormick and Martin Maldonado, which Martin came out swinging in the first couple of games. He did. Hit a home run. Yeah. He's actually, he's looked comfortable at the plate. Uh, he really does. I, I like that. Um, he really does. Um, so for all of you out there, how are you feeling about this Astro scene this far? Well, I, Let I mean, us know in the comments. I can answer that. By the way, go follow us, Sports with Balls. Like and share the show. We are sitting down at Minute Maid Park at Lucky's Pub. Their pop-up bar here. This place is huge. Huge. So, so we're in the MVP section because we are very important people, I guess. Uh, but uh, they're playing coral in front of us. There's picnic tables, huge Red Bull setups, which, uh, hello, that's what your girl loves and drinks. I know you do too. But I think he's got a Miller. Um, there's bars throughout. Enrique, huge by the way, shout out to Enrique. Life. Dude. We haven't seen Enrique in ages. Can Enrique's back in the life. house tonight, man. We've got to give a shout-out to Enrique for coming and doing the show with us, man. Unbelievable. Look. And we are reunited, and it feels Enrique so good. Enrique back in the house. I got Lauren and Enrique. Enrique. No, it's and thunder and lightning. Remember? TNL. TNL. <laughs> and it's my birthday. Yeah. What are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate? Are you going to the game? I don't know. You don't know? No? I don't know. Maybe I might go to the game. We'll see. Well, it's because it's my birthday and I do have babysitters, but I'm, I love my kids and they want to spend my birthday with me. So I don't know. We'll see. But look, go, this place is already getting packed. Birthday. How you much per feet? This is like two acres. Birthday. I mean, it's a whole parking lot, man. Like I said, they have a huge Ooh. screen over there. When I walked in, they were playing some like video game. All y'all know. Game. Now they're showing Astros highlights, which is what you want to see. All y'all know Lauren Leo. I know from the show, y'all know Lauren Neal. I'm about to ask her something that's going to trip y'all out and see if she says yes. Whoa. It's my birthday. Okay. Will you do a shot with me? No. Oh, God. Look, look. You haven't been on the Oh, Lauren, I would. Don't like to talk about this on air but i stopped drinking as a whole uh for medical reasons so i technically can't so well we'll talk about it off the air well now i just feel terrible I'm sorry Jeez. i'm sorry whatever. whatever whatever look welcome into sports with paul y'all that are just tuning in on facebook instagram hey, twitter twitch uh maybe maybe uh, man, I, I am blessed to have Lauren Leal back on the show and something that her and I have talked about forever. We're sitting in front of Minute Maid Park doing a pregame for the Astros and a huge game tonight. And I, 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 I'm excited about this. And I, I love doing the show right here at Lucky's Pop-Up Bar. It's, it's huge. Awesome. You can't stress it enough how excited today with this matchup. Verlander on the mound and, of course, Springer on the other side. Not in the lineup, could possibly be, though. Uh, so, speaking of former Astros, did you see this picture on Twitter? Of Mike, of Mike Tyson beating the shit out of somebody? No, 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 no. Former Astros, former Astros. Oh, sorry. Uh, Zach Greinke and Carlos Correa together talking 
after exiting the field. You got twins and you got a Kansas City Royal. It's just, it was just like, whoa, what? What? It was so weird. So weird. What, I guess you what place it. are both of them in? Huh? The Minnesota <laughs> Twins and the Kansas City Royals, I think, are both in last place. I, I, I believe so. But that's just throwing some shade. Did you see is. Mike Tyson turn around on a plane and look? Absolutely. I read this thing. I saw it. I'm on Tyson's side. Well, <laughs> okay. There's two things what? here. First of all, why was Mike Tyson flying Spirit Airlines? I thought it was blue. JetBlue, blue jet. whatever. Why was he on JetBlue and, and like row 20 in a middle seat like that? To me, I'm like, bro, is the weed thing? Thing not going good for you. There's no possible way Mike Tyson walks on my plane and I'm sitting him 20 rows back in the middle. Like, Normal annoyed. people don't like sitting annoyed. in the middle. Yeah, and then so hey, so this doesn't have much money. Okay, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. Dude, you're flying row 20 seat B on JetBlue. <laughs> Something like I think there was the thing that came out. He he tried to do the uh, like the gummies and he had ear earlobe gummies. What? About biting his ear off, anyways. Uh, but so that, that's my first point. Mike Tyson, seat B in JetBlue, right there. Issues. All right. So there's a guy that's absolutely antagonizing the crap out of him. And Mike was very. The thing is, you know this guy has a tattoo on his face. You know what Mike Tyson has done and is capable of. Why are you messing with the man? Well, at the very beginning, the guy just Mike took a selfie with him. He was fine with him. Right. But then the guy literally just kept going and going and going. And dude, this this dude's been in prison like two or three times, man. Like he is a world champion. Why are you doing that? Why? And I can only think for one reason. He's like, I'm gonna get some fame out of this, and that is terrible. You couldn't leave the guy alone. Hey, but did it? Got your attention. It well, went viral. That was some fame. I'm on my side on this. I'm on my side. He should have hit him harder. Oh, I but I, so. I saw the video and he didn't really hit him he was just kind of pushing them speaking like, of punishment and what you think needs to happen Kyrie Irving flicking off the uh, ground love it. after making a tough shot I love mean it. do you uh, think he should have so, been fine 50 he was, grand yeah 100% and that's fine what? 50 grand of Kyrie's not like no no I first of all have been flicking I'm on, off fans for ages I, I love the fact that he did that just because you buy a ticket to an NBA game does not give you the right to sit there and curse out the players and tell like talk about the family, the kids. You said yeah. Yeah, he should be fine. But he's gonna like you can't do that. You're gonna be fine. That's a league. That's a business. Like does does he care? Hell no. Kyrie doesn't care. The bigger story is the Nets are down 0-2. <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, now not James Harden. This was the Supposed to be this incredible basketball team. There's Wait. no, there's no coach. Steve Nash. Y'all know that Steve Nash is the head coach. Can we talk about the playoff bracket here for a minute in the NBA? No, so no. Uh, we've got it. Can we just say the injury bug has completely come uh, over the NBA? I'm, I feel so bad for Milwaukee. No I, so I know Chris Middleton, of yeah. course, right there. You got a hamstring out of Devin Booker, so you wonder how the Phoenix Suns is going to do. Uh, you got Ben Simmons, interestingly enough, going to come back and play in game four supposedly when he hasn't played all season long. You have Joel Embiid, who just alluded to earlier today what was wrong with his hand, and it's a torn ligament in his thumb, but says he's going to continue playing. That dude's a gangster. Through all he did that. hit the game wing three. It was amazing. That dude doesn't care if he has four toes. He's playing. You know what? I, I asked love you about, that. Remember, I asked you about the face of the NBA uh, a couple shows ago. John Morant. I, I, I was like, you know, no one's talking about Joel Embiid. No one is. They do amazing things, but you said John Morant. Yeah, Joel Embiid is in the running for MVP, but I think um, I think Jokic will end up getting it. But Joel Embiid has put together an incredible. He is Philadelphia. It's just he's so quiet. He's not. He's not polarizing individual like a couple of these other guys are. Philadelphia looks great. I'm, I feel bad for for. Milwaukee, we talked about Middleton getting hurt. But I feel worse for Chris Paul in the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker is top five player in the NBA. He's absolutely amazing. You think and Chris Paul, uh, this is last year? Well, whether it is or isn't, Chris Paul deserves the championship. Like, the I Rockets so. would have won the 
championship that year if he wouldn't have pulled his hammy with like two minutes and 30 seconds left. Like they were up, like, and he did. And it's just Chris Paul has taken more teams to the finals. Like Chris Paul is an amazing basketball player, and he just keeps getting screwed. Like his best player, Devin Booker, goes to block a shot and pulls his hamstring. And book, I think they should still win that series, but if Booker's not a Hundred percent. The Phoenix has no shot. They have no shot. And I <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. I know one guy can't do it by himself, but if you're talking so highly of him, then why can't he pull this team even further? Well, because Devin Booker's top five player in the NBA. Like that's like Chicago without about Chris Paul, though. Yeah, I know, but that's like Chicago without DeRozan. It's just not going to happen. Like they're amazing. Like Booker is is. An amazing basketball player. Phoenix will not go even to the conference finals without Booker. It's just not going to happen. They don't have enough role players to do that. Like basketball, unfortunately, has taken, like you said, the the injury bug hit them hard the last two days, and, and it sucks for them because you wanted the Boston. If you're if you're an NBA fan or if you're NBA executives, you wanted that Boston, and you wanted Kyrie to flip them off you wanted that you want that drama because you want to pull eyes in but now they're down 0-2 they're about to go down 0-3 can we just talk Brooklyn about that they're lost can steve we- nash if you look at steve nash on the sideline he's like and look i said this the other day kevin durant and kyrie irving went on kevin durant's podcast and said we don't need a coach oh that's obvious watch their offense there, there's no play calling steve nash is over there like uh i guess you, you go in like whenever like in KD and Kyrie just kind of do it's I call them the lifetime fitness nets. Because it's just pickup game. There's pickup, like it, there's no there's no strategy to what they're doing. And like unless Kyrie and, and, and Kevin Durant score 80 points, the Nets are losing. I bet half of these listeners didn't even know Steve Nash was their head coach. And that's Steve Nash. But he can't tell these dudes what to do. He just looks over there and he's like, uh, sure, guys, that was great. Way to go. Danny Sims, thank you so much. He says, you two are so good together. Arkansas Danny. Thank you so much. That's right. Thank you so much for all of your comments here. I've been seeing them pop up. Uh, the connection is, is hard to see because it's kind of blurry and more, but hopefully not on your end, just on ours because of where we're located. But thank you. Keep the comments coming. We love it. We love the atmosphere outside of Minute Maid Park right here because everyone is excited geared up for the game you see mainly astros jerseys a couple of toronto sprinkled in here and there of the blue but for the most part everyone's ready to see these astros not gonna lie i may go in there and sneak a black guerrero jersey <laughs> that's just a cool jersey to have oh but we're sitting we're sitting out here at minute Maid. what yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. Oh, speaking of, what do you think about the, the, the Nike, the, the, what do you call them, the Nike, uh, the, the Astros jersey? The city of this. Oh, Space City, yeah. What, about what do you think about I like them. I like them. I think they're cool. I don't think they're like the best jersey, but I think they're pretty cool. I'm comparing it to like Chicago's like Southside. That's a gangster jersey. That's awesome. I just don't think that the jerseys don't represent Houston. Like, it just looks a little. I like them. It's a little spacey. That's what they are, <laughs> I literally. Dig, I, I dig the hat. But, like, you know. Okay, I'll go back to the Rockets, right? The Rockets, like, the red and yellow. The the, the ketchup and mustard. That's classic. Oh, that's Why classic. do you mess with that? And they tried to mess with it over and over. And it's just terrible. And then they end up going back to it. Well, speaking of Rockets, City jerseys last year, they were, like, Light blue and red. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, they, they were kind of funky. Is that regular season? I don't yeah. want. I don't watch NBA regular season. There's just no reason. I don't think you're alone. I don't no alone. reason. I don't like those games. Don't matter. But a game is tonight. Astros versus the Toronto Blue Jays. George Springer, uh, right before we got on air, was called out of the starting lineup. He's available to play if they need a pinch hitter, but Springer coming back home to Houston for the first time in Toronto, he was hurt last year, so didn't get to didn't get to play, but he got hit on the hand with the ball, so he will not be in the starting lineup tonight, but 
We'll see what happens. You got the the Astros power that's coming tomorrow. You got Biggio's son. You got Springer. You got Vlad Guerrero. You got like Toronto is stacked. Uh, This is why I love this matchup. Verlander against this lineup is awesome. Once again, Springer not in the lineup, but I pulled up a picture that the Astros just tweeted out uh, with Redmond, Springer, and Coach all together smiling and whatnot. That's good. That's good. Good. They're happy to see each other. Very, very good. It is what it is. Let's switch uh, leagues for just a minute and something I want. The draft is coming up. The NFL draft is coming up next week. And I've been telling everybody this. This might be one of the most interesting NFL drafts ever. Ever. The trades that are going to go down before this draft starts are going to be Huge. Debo Samuel looking to go somewhere. You got Baker Mayfield sitting out there. You got Jimmy Garoppolo. And to be clear, Baker Mayfield is still with the Cleveland Browns. The organization is just not, not acting like it. Well, no. I said this uh, yesterday. It's funny that Baker Mayfield's like, okay, Debo Samuel, right? He said, I want I, I want to trade. I want out. And everybody's like, oh, like oh, all these Baker Mayfield. I want to trade. And everybody's like. Two completely different talents. <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah, two, two completely different talents. I mean, you're talking about a Baker Mayfield who was only good during the, his first couple seasons. I but he had he's completed now four, 54 interceptions in his career. I'm not I'm sticking up for Baker. We had four coaches in five years, three different or four different offensive coordinators. Cleveland, Hard City. Look, he t- people forget that, that Baker took them to their first play- won their first dad. playoff game since what 1991 like I, just, I guess that's true i mean like he did it, it was the way that he treated the media in the city it's a, it's a rough town and baker is a very uh conceited individual but it's not like i called i call him a bridge quarterback and i think there's a yeah. perfect term for him he's not he's not a starting quarterback he's not, he's not a backup he's a bridge quarterback if you're going to give your your franchise a couple of years while you get somebody ready and 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 go through the draft for a qb Baker's your man. But so, he's due 19 million or 18.7 next year, 15 guaranteed, and that's why nobody wants to pick him up. So where do you see him fitting in then if you say he's a bridge quarterback? What's that city that needs that guy that's going to help you get to where you want to go while, while you're in the waiting? Well, it's been noted that if he does get let go, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is going to pick him up. Two seconds. Of course they will. And I, I think that's a good fit for him. Yeah, I mean, they've got Najee Harris running back. They've got a good receiving core. Um, I mean, it's it, is he better than what they have right now? Yes. Like, he would be a good pickup for Pittsburgh. I just It's Baker's attitude that drives people insane. Well, you know what? This is making me real humble right now. This whole situation, him going through all of this. Listen, not even the organization, not even recognizing him on his birthday, but yet tweeting out photos of Deshaun Watson. It's a mess. Uh. That's a mess. And speaking of uh, Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans have Davis Mills. They're not even looking to get another quarterback in the draft, meaning what happens if this dude gets injured? They have no Do you remember last year in the draft, I said Davis Mills is a good pickup from the Texans? And I, I will go back because it's, it's next week and I'll go back to the shows. I said, that's a good pickup for the Texans. I actually believe in this kid. I think Davis Mills is sneaky. I, okay, okay. So I pulled this up the other day and I'm, I'm going to tell you all again. This is insane. Here are the top 10 first round draft picks ever. Let's do it. In the draft. Jerry Rice. This is first round draft picks. Jerry Rice, Peyton Manning, Lawrence Taylor, Walter Payton. John Elway, Ronnie Lott, Emmitt Smith, Deion Sanders, Anthony Munoz, and Ray Lewis. How many names are left off? That? How many names are left off? That? Oh, I mean, so many. Thousands. You want to know why they weren't picked in the first round? I mean, Tom Brady is the sixth round. Yeah. Like, so getting a first round pick that's like the Hall of Famer is, you can get second round picks, third round. The, the Kansas City Free Chiefs, agents. the Kansas City Chiefs have 12 picks next week. 12 and three of, or two picks in each of the first three rounds. They are going to move, move some pieces. I promise you. Now, I guarantee you they're going to try to trade for Debo Samuel. Yeah. 
You got Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, Debo Samuel. Uh, you got uh, uh, McLaurin for the, the for Washington. AJ Brown. All of them are reporting to Kansas. They want new contracts. This draft is going to. It's not quarterback heavy, but it's it's pieces heavy. Pieces that fit into a team. Offensive lineman, defensive lineman, la- linebackers. That kid out of uh, uh, I forgot his name. Michigan. Uh, no, the cornerback um, out of Cincinnati has not allowed a touchdown in three years. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Unreal. I was gonna, I was this draft say, is, is this draft is loaded with talent. The Rotary Lombardi Award went to Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, and boy, I mean, he's a lineman, and that trophy goes to him. I mean, that trophy says a lot. Whenever you have all these other positions as well, so like you said, to your point, there's so much talent other than the quarterback. We kind of quarterback position since we kind of already knew that since last year's draft. Yeah, you're like ah, you know, the quarterback. You mentioned some of the top, and I mentioned, oh, 49ers heavy, and I'm thinking quarterback Trey Lance. Oh. What's going to happen there? I think they have about nine picks or five picks, three are compensatory. And Debo Samuel. And Debo Samuel gone. And is, if he leaves, which most likely will happen. Kyle Shanahan is an incredible football coach. Everybody says this. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. How in the hell? He went to the – Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl. Last year, he went into Dallas, beat Dallas, went into Lambeau, beat Lambeau, and now they're like, oh, we don't need him. What the – what do you mean you don't need him? Trey Lance obviously isn't that great. And now your number one offensive threat, running and receiving, Debo Daniel says, I want out. Trey Lance is in trouble. We'll see what he can do. Do you think that they would go up for quarterback, even though there's – not the best, or this is that bridge <laughs> that situation. Would be, that, would be awesome. that bridge situation of Baker, and and what you said. That's it. Okay, if you're a San Francisco 49er fan, would you trade Trey Lance for Baker Mayfield? You're not asking the 49er fan. <laughs> Enrique, Trey Lance obviously hasn't proved anything. If they believe in Trey Lance, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. He's young. But um, I would bring him back. Look, they beat Dallas in Dallas. They look, beat with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I have a, okay, well, then you can do it with Trey Lance. We're talking about that. I've um, never seen a man be more disrespected in the NFL than Jimmy G. He's a good-looking man. He went to the Super Bowl. He won an NFC championship, and he went back to the NFC championship, and they're like, oh, we don't need you. What the? That's what I'm saying. Saying. No, that's so, a disrespect. This man went to the Super Bowl and takes porn stars, and y'all don't like him. I love the dude. Bring him. I'm mean, Lauren Leo's back on the show, y'all. We have to be <laughs> okay. Different subject. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, as far as Baker goes in San Francisco, um, and having Trey Lance leave, you talked about a situation a minute ago, Baker Mayfield. Confidence, his personality, his strong willness. Do you think that he would really get along with Shanahan that well? Shanahan put him in line. I don't know. Uh, I mean, look again. <laughs> Jimmy G. I, I I'm confused with what San Francisco is doing. I, like everybody says. An incredible football coach, incredible coach, incredible coach. Well, why does Debo want to leave? I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually mad at why Debo wants to leave. He wants, he wants to be a wide receiver. He wants to get paid wide receiver money. But he is like the Cordell Patterson. Like, he's not an elite wide receiver. He's not. Like, he hasn't proven himself. He's proven himself as a, as a, like a dual threat running back and wide receiver. But he hasn't proven himself to be an elite wide receiver. And Tyreek Hill kind of busted the bubble with the $30 million contract and the wide receivers are getting paid as much money. And now Debo, you know, once it, man, that's why I love what Cooper Cup came out and said, it's not about the money for me. It's about the system and where I fit in and, and where I like to be and, and going for championships. Like Debo's like, I don't want to be in San Francisco anymore. I want the money. So you're going to end up with like Debo Samuel in like Seattle because he wants 25 million dollars a year 
I can't even tell you Seattle's starting quarterback right now. I can't. I mean, no one can. Your guy left. Their guy left. <laughs> Thomas Kim, breaking news. Texans signed Key Newton, two-year deal. Uh, <laughs> that, I love that. Like, <laughs> I, oh my hey, god. We live in Houston, right? Enrique, Jeff, how do you think the city would welcome him? Or would they even receive his presence? Like, oh, okay, we'll see if this works. No, not at all. Not especially after those comments he made about women on a podcast about two weeks ago. Like, heck no, nobody wants him around. He only showed that he's not good. He chunks it into the ground, he can't connect. He doesn't see his targets. Like he's just lost his talents. So we are sitting here in downtown Sorry, Houston. Sorry, that was so negative. Of no, me I to loved say. it. I loved it. I, I just wanted you to go. <laughs> yeah, look, Enrique, clap. Yes, get it, Lauren. I, Lauren, oh. Lauren Leal is back on Sports with Balls. Hey, I absolutely love it. I missed it, but I will tell you, like, my apologies today. It's been kind of crazy for me. I haven't had much time to research and prep as as I would have liked. So, uh, but I'm just happy to be here, happy to be with you guys. It's been fun. It's been a long time. It's, it's been, been a long time. Yeah, I, I love being back on the show with you. Since we're back on the show, will you do me a favor and pull up uh, ESPN or, or just Major League Baseball standings? Because I wasn't able to get your take on any of the division, like who you thought was going to win. And I want. Well, no, like in, the, in in all the divisions, like where you th- thought the, the world team was going to go. Usually, we have you've been out of town, you've been you know on the go, but I we have we didn't do our baseball special like you usually. So I want to get your take on who you think is going to win what division. Like we said, we are twelve games in, my man. But we usually start with a no game. Like you have to go off the cut. Let's go. All right. Okay. AL East. AL East. We're starting out. I mean, Blue Jays are right on top there. Damn. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say the Yankees. So, uh, between Jays and Red Sox in that division, I'm going – I'll go with the Blue Jays there. Ooh, nice. We got uh, – are you answering as well? No, no, I did. Okay. Y'all can look it up on Sports and Ball Show. <laughs> All right. AL Central. Oh my gosh, it's my first time ever looking at the Cleveland Guardians. That's so weird. weird. Um, they yeah, messed White up my Sox parlay Royals. bet the other night. I was pissed. I, I did hit a 17 parlay the other night. It was awesome. But the Cleveland Guardians, I guess, like you said, I can't, I can't get used to it. Strength I'll have to use it. What is Cleveland? What is the Guardians? No, they have two Guardians when you enter their city. Like they're huge statues. Like they're Guardians, angels. And so when you walk, drive into the city, that's. Learn something new on Sports with Balls every <laughs> single episode. There you go. I did not know that. Yeah. Like when you're driving to St. Louis with the arch. Yep, yep. yep. That's the and gate, the gate, the midway gate. What is it called? Midwest, gate to the Midwest, gate to the midway. That arch is like, anyways. There, there really is two Three guardians. guardians yeah. Is that religious? Because if so, take that name down. I, I feel offended. I, I, I feel I feel offended. Why why does that offend you? Stop. Why does that offend you? What if that's not my religion? Uh, what if I don't feel like I need to be guarded by some guardian of some religion? Well, then, I don't know what to tell you. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they took away the Indians, right? Like, but you know, you can like there's casinos all across the United States that are like on Indian reservations and they get a lot of money for that. Like to name it a guardian, never mind. I'm out. All right, next. <laughs> One nation under God. Jeff. One nation under God. Okay, so we go with the AL Central, not the Guardians. I'm gonna go with the White Sox, who are sitting with the same record as the Astros six six. Uh we got the AL West. I cannot believe I'm looking at the Astros in fourth place. Oh they're gonna bump up to first. Um, now we go to the NL East, and I'm going to say the Braves are going to bump back up, and they're going to have a season like they did, even though uh, Freeman is not there anymore. Um, let's see. The Central in that. Let's see. Come on, Lauren. I hate the Cardinals so much. Um, 
Brewers. And then, uh, let's see. Sorry. Let's go with the... Oh, I killed me to the Dodgers. Is that Paul Wall? Padres. What's oh. going on? I said, is that Paul Wall? Where? Well, this dude just walked in with a huge grill. Like... It's not. It's not Paul Wall. I don't think. Paul Wall wanna be. He, he, he would have a Let's lot of. That's how H Town rolls. Look. No, he had a. He had an entourage and all of his kids. You've seen all of his kids with them at the game. Oh my gosh! They run up and down the rows. They're crazy. I'm like, Paul, oh, get, get all of your kids, please. I can't wait till Lauren has kids. I had to do it. I had to say it. Why would you push that upon my body? Welcome back, Lauren Leal Sports with Balls. Look, man, uh, thank you guys for watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all your comments, man. Thank you guys. Enrique, thank you. Uh, man, so good to have you back, man. And Lauren, look, we're down here, and we're going to be here for a little bit. The Astros game starts here in about 30 minutes. We are at Lucky's Pop-Up Pub across the street from Minute Maid. One of my dreams. Like, we're doing a pre-game Astros. This is phenomenal. That's right. That's right. Later Dream on. Come Lo true. And it's on his birthday. It is my Hello. birthday. Hello. my birthday. And Lauren, Lauren's going to get me on the field in a little bit. I'm going to shake hands with Bregman. <laughs> be good to go. Dude, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that if we walk in there, yeah. they won't let you on the field. I mean, I know where to go. I don't have credentials, though. I'm a videotape it. I'm a videotape it. I'm a videotape it. Have you ever been on the field? Yeah, to run the bases with my kids. Yeah, we legit. So quit. Look, come up here in the MVP zone. We'll be up here for a little bit longer, and then of course we're gonna watch the Astros game. Like you said, Lauren's getting me on the field on Texas Avenue, right across the gates from Minute Maid Park. Check it out. This is where I think the KHOU pop up was for the World Series. It's a cool place to be, people. They got turfed out. What's it, football this field. Is, this is insane. I mean, it's nice. And it's so before we get out of here. This is a huge game, like I said, for the very beginning of the season. This is a powerhouse matchup. Justin Verlander versus this Toronto offense. This is a – this could be playoff matchup. This is an incredible game to be this early in the season. Justin Verlander looks like he is on point. He looks like he's ready to go. This Toronto offense looks like they are on fire. This should be a blast. This this is star power. For, for only 12 games in, this is a great baseball game to go to. Okay, can we just say only 12 games? And once again, Justin Verlander is looking like a complete ace after missing how long from Tommy John surgery? I mean, being 39 years old, he has overcome like not so many odds. Like, but it's just incredible what he's doing right now. So let's watch it again tonight. Who you got? Astros. What are you talking about? Okay, you have Astros minus one and a half or Astros straight up? Straight up. You do? And you? Uh, how am I going to sit here and say Toronto? That, that would be like absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm not telling y'all what I'm betting on on my phone. I'm just saying go after him. <laughs> no, I, I really do think that Verlander brings his brings his A game again tonight. Uh, I think that if you're if you want to watch a lot of star power, this is an incredible game. You've got the Astros lineup, which is already amazing with Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman, Pena coming at like. That lineup the Astros have is amazing, but the Toronto's Blue Jays—that's a—that's a hell of a lineup. They're gonna pack any place they go to to watch. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., George Springer, who's not in the starting lineup tonight, but can play, and all the power that Toronto has. This is this should be a fun, fun baseball game. So okay, let's look at the let's compare the two DHs. You were talking about oh, you don't want to be up against that fourth spot. Well. Jordan Alvarez, of course. You got Zach Collins MVP. on the other side. Matt Chapman didn't even mention. Yeah, Max Chapman is dope. <laughs> and so, yeah, like you said, you, you got Zimmer in center field. He's, he's in that last spot, number nine. This is a test. This is an early season test for Justin Verlander. And I don't know what pitch count is. the test, I'll tell you what. I don't know what pitch count he's going to be on. This is an incredible lineup. I if he more, gets, than, more than Garrett Cole. If he, oh, wow, smack. Um, if Verlander goes six innings, six and a half, and only gives up two runs, incredible outing, incredible outing. Yeah. And that's 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 where I think the Astros maybe win. But the Astros batting to come alive, they've kind of been stoic. And I said at the beginning of the show that I I think that's where they miss Correa is in the locker room. 
and in the dugout is they they missed that leadership and that experience and and like him getting them going. So you uh, think Verlander's that guy? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, look, the pitchers don't hang out in the dugout and like that much. I know. So it needs to be a play. I don't know. Like I would okay. say Bregman, but Bregman's more of a hype man. But and Altuve is kind of getting older, you know. The Astros need a leader, and that's that's where they're they're missing for ways. And you know, um, but but. To their credit, when you have so many veterans on the team, maybe you don't need that one leader. You have Michael Brantley, too. You have Yuli Gurriel coming back from fraternity leave. And uh, Alex Bregman has been there a couple years. You still have to have that one guy when there's a home run in the playoffs. He's the first guy that jumps over the fence. He's the first guy that greets everybody. He's he's just he's the leader in the clubhouse, and I just don't think the Astros have a definite leader in the clubhouse. And you need that. You really do as a team. Like, all those you? guys are amazing, but yes, of when course you have you do. Bets, yeah. When you have all, you don't need that, and that's an advantage because you do have some guys that have been. AJ Hinch was great at, at, at like gathering talent, right? But Dusty Baker is not. Dusty Baker is just kind of sit back and let things happen. And no, 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 Astros no, 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 need to no, be. No, it was the GM that gathered the talent. Who's who's gonna get on the Astros players? Somebody needs to get on their ass when they walk back in the dugout and things like somebody I, and they don't nobody does. So I will that's say what a leader Dusty Baker. Does. I will say Dusty Baker is is more lax when it comes to that. He's more passive. So I agree with you there. But I'm just saying having veterans, that's on your side when it comes to leadership. Being a veteran. Awesome. Oh, Vicky, thank you, Vicky. See your mom even said I'm right. Look. <laughs> We're down here at Lucky's Pub. Oh, there like, you go. Good job, Baker baby. needs to go. Is it shot time? What's going on? Bam. They're playing. What's that game called? Really? Cornhole. Cornhole. Go play some cornhole. Bean bags. Same difference. Same I, difference. <laughs> not going to lie. I was with uh, my friend the other night, and we were at the, this backyard pool party, and we were playing cornhole. Uh-huh. I'm competitive. Like, yeah. competitive. This dude beat my ass. Like, I mean, he'll, but How it, did it's, that it's, it's his house. But we were drinking in a hot tub with people like, I was hammered, like, and then he's like, and he kept talking shit. And I was like, okay, I kept going. I kept going. I played seven games until I beat him. But I think that he was, I ended up. Did y'all go to 21 or 25? This is a true story. I ended up upstairs at his house because he, he was a bull rider. And I ended up upstairs on a saddle in a room on a floor with my hand strapped into a saddle and he's like no you gotta do this and i'm like oh like i was riding a bull on this dude's carpet like what yeah true story. what true story. he just decides to drop that on us in the last couple of minutes true story on swb what in the yeah, world that's I was, true sports I, I, I was riding a, this guy had me riding i had the glove on the rope was around my hand my knees were on the carpet i, I was like dude like he did you know this was coming if a no. loss were to happen like on his front I mean, we he wanted to be friends. Well, what does that have to do with being friends? I don't know. He wanted to show, he was That has rider. nothing to do with being friends. I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I was like, oh, you're a bull rider. Like, you know, do you, like, how does that work? And then all of a sudden, I'm upstairs, and I'm I'm on a saddle, like, literally strapped in with a glove, rope, everything, strapped in on the floor to a saddle. And he's like, hold it down. And I'm like, bro, like, we're in a living room. Like, again, like, dude, I, like we're not riding the bull. Like, calm down. I had the glove. Every Man, it was it was intense, man. Is this, does he, has he performed at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Maybe. Oh, so we may know this guy's name. Care to spare us the details? No. Very, very cool Share guy. Share the details. Very cool. Guy. Ended up redoing my whole fence. Okay, so he's a construction guy. Yes, Lona. Did you see my Astro shoes? Look at this dude trying to change. Are you going to get me on the field? We're about to get out of here. Are you going to get me on the field? I don't know, Jeff. You made me change my thoughts about you after being strapped to a saddle. That's just rude. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Happy birthday. Thank you. I don't have tickets into the game. I wish I did, nor am I credentialed. But guess what? You can come here and watch the game with us. Right across the street from MMP, we got this MVP zone, but there's also this other huge zone open to the public, of course. This is crazy. It's fun. You got food trucks, you got a huge screen. Astros, Justin Verlander versus the Toronto Blue Jays in a early season powerhouse matchup. We're here at Lucky's 
pop-up pub across from Minute Maid, one of the best shows I've ever done because this, uh, we've, we've always dreamed about doing this. And, and yeah, I know, right? Here so, so Excited. glad to have you back. Me too. It's been fun. Big news coming, y'all. All righty. Well, I guess that about uh, wraps up our pregame show here. That's it. Thank you all for watching Sports with Balls. Myself, Lauren Leal. Follow us and follow Lauren on all these social media uh, apps, man. And uh, thank you guys for all your comments. See you guys and go Astros, y'all. Thanks to Enrique as well for being here. This has been fun. Uh, Have a good weekend. I'm I'm going to go go on the field, y'all. I'm out of here. One week away from the draft. I'm going to go ride a bull.